So, we're here on our first episode of Sports with the Wise Men. Today, we're going to start off with a few stuff, but today we're going to start off with, that's right, the New York football giants. I mean, it has been a complete ghost town in New York, especially if you are a Giants fan. It has sounded horrible. It has been horrible over the last five years. We've had the worst record in the NFL. Wasted draft picks, horrible management, no offensive line for the freaking God. I don't even know what's happening. I mean, this is getting out of out of hand. I mean, for the last 10 years, we have had not even one single great player on the offensive line. I mean, when we got Nate Soldier, we thought he would be something like he was when he was on the Patriots. But no, he's been like one of those players which has just been so much underachieving. He's been just like horrible. And Daniel Jones, sixth overall pick, and I know a lot of people were upset about it, but I have seen potential in this guy, and I think a lot of people have seen potential. Like, some throws he throws are great throws, which some quarterbacks cannot make. We see he has mobility. He could run. Probably top three fastest quarterbacks in the NFL. Not probably, for sure. He literally outsped Landon Collins in week two this year against Washington, and, like, we've seen potential. But at the end of the day, I thought it was, like, so a lot of the reason why the Giants are doing bad, and it is, but not as much as I thought Jason Garrett, which he is a pretty bad, and I'm happy he's out, but that's just that's just Joe Judge's way of getting out of the picture, even though he's also 100% responsible for all of the garbage we've seen this year and last year. But last year we saw a lot of potential in Joe Judge. This year we have not. Um, their defense totally got worse. But back to what I was saying about Daniel Jones. I thought it was Jason Garrett, the offensive line, Kenny Galdez underachieving. Saquon Barkley still coming back from a knee injury. No. I saw in the Giants-Buccaneers game, Daniel Jones missed Kenny Galladay on multiple occasions, especially when they were in the Buccaneers red zone on the opening drive for the Giants when they had to settle for three. He had Kenny Galladay wide open midfield and missed him. That cannot happen, especially when you're in your third year as an NFL quarterback. I mean, come on. This isn't Detroit. This is in New York. I mean, seriously, man. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Daniel Jones. It is not looking good. Even this past week when they beat Philadelphia, they had nothing to do with offense. They couldn't even capitalize to get a first down in the final two minutes of the damn game. I mean, this is not good. Uh, what else has there been? The, um, this year we got, um, this past week we got to see, uh, the fullback, I think it was. I don't know, number 41, he got a thigh catch miraculously. In between the thighs. No comment about that touchdown. Got pretty lucky on that play. The Giants even so had a pretty great day. They got lucky on the last play when I don't even know if Rager's hands are like, on my grandma's hands, like, dude, any normal human being's got to catch that. Especially when you're a pro NFL receiver. And he drops that at the one-yard line. And if he catches that, they probably win the game. Thank God as a Giants fan that I am that did not he did not catch that. McKinney, by the way, is a great safety. I'm pretty sure it's a safety. Great safety. We're going to have Logan Ryan come back this week. Let's see if they can make any magic, but uh, they're playing Miami, so you never know. But this has been a completely underachieved year for the New York Giants. This was the year when they were supposed to make the playoffs, be a greater team. They already used a lot of cap space this year. They got new players. Saquon Barkley was supposed to be a little better. Come on, just a little better. Be like a, at least a fraction of what you were in 2018. He has turned into just like the guy who was good in 2018 and now is 
just as good as any other running back in the NFL, if not worse, because he tries to make a home run on every th- on every play. Excuse me. When you try to run, let's say Daniel Jones hands it off to Saquon Barkley, and the play stuffed, he starts going back and back. Some running backs just charge. Finally, they'll either not gain anything or gain a yard. Barkley goes eight yards back, tries to juke, and then he just loses nine yards. And before you know it, it's second down and nineteen or third down and nineteen. I mean, that cannot happen. And uh, Patrick Graham, I still believe in Patrick Graham, honestly. He has not had the greatest year this year compared to last year, but I still believe in him. Uh, Freddie Kitchens, I cannot even judge him because he's coming off, like, a short week. I mean, I don't even know, like, I mean, I don't even know what he's supposed to do with that team at the current moment. Like, he just comes in, like, four days to plan against the Eagles. Like, I'm not expecting him to do that great. The Giants' offense... Off, they need a. I mean, we've heard it from general manager after general manager, head coach after head coach. They're gonna build this offensive line. John Mara for the last eight years. We're gonna build this offensive line. What's happened? Who we get? Eric Flowers for God's sake. I mean, I mean, this is getting like, this is unacceptable anymore. We need to fix this offensive line. I mean, there's a reason why we booed John Mara. I mean, this guy is stink. This guy has been an embarrassment as an owner for the last eight years. I mean, this is not like. As I said before, this isn't the Detroit Lions. This isn't the New York Jets. This isn't the Cleveland Browns. This is the New York Giants. This is the top five famous team in the NFL. This is, you know what it says on the Wikipedia page if you search up right now? The once proud football team. Once. Come on. I mean, it's not like they didn't have any talented players in the last 10 years. I mean, outside of Beckham, because, you know, Beckham is a complete personality. They, I think if they just get the right management and coaching staff and the owner knows what he's doing, for God's sake. Maybe they'll get a little better. Because I think once you're doing good, any player in the NFL would want to go there. I mean, you get paid. Good fans, by the way. Very loyal fans. I mean, why not? Outside of the weather. But that's not what players are thinking too much. I mean, I don't know. The New York Giants have been straight-up comedy over the last five years. And it's getting depressing. Like, they lose games in the dumbest ways someone could lose a game. I mean, some team to lose a game. Like, week two, you have the game, and you just give it to Washington. Why? Nobody knows. They just, they have, it's turned into a habit, which is, that's like, that's when, like, that's like when, like, it's like in the stage of, like, when someone's sick, God forbid. It's like when he doesn't even know that he's sick. That's how bad it is. Like, they are just, like, in, like, the fourth stage of this. Like, I don't even know what they are in. They are, they were losing games in the dumbest ways. They have lost... You've seen it all as a Giants fan in the last five years, honestly. I mean, the Giants are those teams, like, which, like, they're not like the Jets. They're not like the Lions. They're not like even the Browns when they were the Browns for the last 60 years. Now the Browns have improved some sort of way. But, like, those teams, like, you don't even, like, have hope. The Giants were a Super Bowl winning franchise 11 years ago. They have four Super Bowls. That is one of the most Super Bowls in the NFL. They are a, just a winning team in general. I don't know what has happened to this franchise over the last nine years. I mean, I don't even, like, I feel bad for Eli Manning. He stayed way too long, overstayed. Now, okay, now that we got enough of the Giants comedy, and by the way, I don't know, I I cannot stop, like, like, Eric Flowers. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with this Giants team. They were... 3-13 Three and thirteen in two thousand seventeen. Five and eleven in two thousand eighteen. Four and twelve in two thousand nineteen. Six and ten in two thousand twenty. And what are they this year when they're supposed to make the playoffs and maybe even be uh 
in the hunt for the Super Bowl team, maybe. But the point was to take it a step further, be a division leader. And I didn't know how good the Cowboys were. But still, they, they, that's, they're not even that crazy, the Cowboys. I think they are completely overratedly great because every NFL fan, I don't even know why, America's team, they need to be good. They're overrated almost every year. Last year when they probably had a top five worst team in the NFL, literally the worst defense in the NFL. People, they won, they won one game against the Vikings and people are calling them a... Not, not only they're going to make the playoffs, they are a real playoff team. That's what people were saying last year. That's how biased the Cowboys fans are. That's how sickening. I agree with Stephen A. Smith on this one. That is one thing that I could agree with him. I mean, who would want to be a Cowboys fan? I don't know. Um, facts are, by the way, the Nets and Knicks face off tonight. I think it's right now a pretty tight game. Um... Right now in Barclays Center. If you're a Knicks fan like me, good luck. If you're a Nets fan, also good luck. Okay, back to other stuff. Okay, let's talk about the NFL playoffs right now. I mean, take out the Seahawks. I said the Seahawks on my other uh, podcast. I mean, right now, the Seahawks are absolute. I don't even know what happened to their defense. They were the Legion of Boom, and now they're the Legion of Doom. Not Doom. They're the Legion of, I don't even know what, they're the Legion of Embarrassment. And I don't know what. Yeah, the Legion of Doom. Uh, yeah, so Russell Wilson. I, by the way, this is just a random fan, fantasy idea, but why not? Let's just have some fun. Let's not get, oursel- or get ourselves over the head, but let's just think of the idea for fun because, you know, it's always good to have some fun. And it's always good to fantasize when you're in this. I don't even know. I don't even know what to call it in this giant's garbage for the last 10 years. So. Russell Wilson going to the Giants going to be so crazy. I am not even pointing out the idea. Do not tell me later that I said this idea and, oh, my God, why, 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 you're so crazy. No, I'm just pointing out an idea which wouldn't be that crazy. You're Russell Wilson. You are sick of the Seahawks team right now. I think he's not happy. I've heard stuff are going wrong with him and the manager and the ownership and uh, the coach. Pete Carroll, by the way, oldest coach in the NFL, looks a little washed. I don't even want to get into the Malcolm Butler play, but that's a little old. Even after the Malcolm Butler play, they were making the playoffs on a consistent basis, making the divisional. Um, yeah, ever since that year, they have lost. They've gotten worse and worse each year, but they were always in the playoffs until, like, this year. They've just been bad. I'm pretty sure they didn't make it last year. Maybe they did. I'm not sure. Um, so, Russell Wilson, he goes to New York, right? You get paid much more. If he goes to New York, the Giants will build an offensive line for him. That, I'm saying, they will take the offensive line to another level. When you have Russell Wilson coming to your team, oh, Russell Wilson just signed him, yeah, or trade him, whatever, I need to fix my offensive line. And they're going to take it to a whole nother step. Step one. Step two. You have Kenny Galladay. Now, Kenny Galladay and DK Metcalf are the Seahawks, which Russell Wilson has been having for the last three years, I think it is. I mean, they are very, very, very similar players. They're big, have a bit of an attitude. I think Deacon Metcalf has a bigger one, that's for sure. They're big, strong receivers, similar amount of speed. Deacon Metcalf's probably this year a little more dynamic, but Kenny Galladay's on that level for sure, and when he's in his prime for sure. Very similar receivers. So you're coming down to a team which has a similar receiver than you. Hopefully he has less of an attitude. You're getting paid. You have loyal fans. I mean, it's... The stadium isn't that much better than, like, the field, I'm saying, turf, whatever you want to call MetLife. It's not that much better or worse than Seattle's. Like, he works in New York part-time, so, like, it's 
and I don't think he wants to be on the Seahawks anymore. The Giants are for sure pulls an offer after this, unless if Daniel Jones does something miraculous. Hopefully, at this point, I don't even know if I want him to do that because I am so sick of him, unless if he just... Because he's one of those guys which you see potential, but you don't even know if you could take him. Um, okay, we're going to move on. So, yeah, that was just a cool idea that went through my mind. Uh, and the Giants also have a defense to build around, by the way. So, like, I wouldn't be shocked if next year they had a good defense. What they do need is a pass rush because Prince Aziz Ujolari is not good enough for me, and Leonard Williams is not nearly as good as he was last year either. Okay. Yeah, Leonard Williams is nearly not as good as he was last year. Um, Yeah. Not nearly, in the slightest. Um, okay, so now we're going to talk about the NFC playoff spots. The Rams, I, I, by the way, I did not say it's on this podcast, but I've been, I have always been, been very against OBJ. And what has he done since he's been on the Rams? He has killed them. They have, I don't even know, they have looked like a bad football team in the last three, four weeks. Ever since the game against the 49ers, they look like three-year-olds playing football. And it's... Part of it is because, first of all, he poses a pressure to Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's the quarterback. I had to throw it to Beckham. You know, Beckham just came my team, whatever. All these celebrities want him, whatever. That's just an automatic pressure that Beckham poses on the field. Number two, he does his own routes. If I'm a quarterback, I don't know Beckham's going to go in, out, go do a post, a curl. Who knows what he's going to do? I can't throw it short because let's say he continues going deep. It's going to get picked, and that's even the best thing that can happen probably. It's at least going to be an incomplete. And worst case scenario, which is my bad, not best thing. Best thing is incomplete, and that's probably a real one. It's most likely going to be picked. And let's say I, don't, I can't throw deep, which is what happened in the 49ers-Rams game in the first few drives when Stafford threw a deep pass to Beckham, totally overthrew him because he didn't know Beckham's going to stop. So Stafford overthrew him. That's why you cannot throw to Beckham. It's like a pain in the neck for the quarterback to have. The quarterback doesn't know what the... Whatever is he going to do? So, obviously, OBJ's been a total sickness to that team like he's been to every other team in the NFL. I'm surprised Elon Manning was even able to, like, do de- pretty good with Beckham. Elon Manning is the only quarterback who was able to do with Beckham, do good with Beckham. So, yeah, um, the playoff picture. The 49ers, I think, are going to for sure make it. They're one of those great defense, uh, not great defense, good, de- solid defense to make you a playoffs in the NFC and a very good offense. Debo Samuels, oh, my God, that was good. Stuff the Vikings, I don't believe in. They are totally not clutch. So, yeah, the AFC, by the way, this year. So, yeah, that's the NFC. I think the last team is, I don't even know. It's probably gonna be the 49ers, and we'll talk about the last two seven seed later. Now we're gonna get to the AFC for two minutes, and then we'll call it a night. Um, AFC, the Patriots. What a surprise! Wow. I got to say, I am impressed with the New England Patriots. They have been doing very well. I mean, Bill Belichick still remains an amazing coach. Not the best head coach of all time. We'll get into that. I'll another whole episode about Bill Parcells versus Bill Belichick. A lot of people disagree with me. Side point. But Bill Belichick is obviously one of the greatest head coaches of all time. He is the Patriots' defense is solid. Mac Jones is doing great. I think if almost any quarterback... I mean, Mac Jones is obviously exceptional. But almost any quarterback, which would be on New England right now, it's just a winning mentality. It's a winning environment. It's a champion environment. Over the last 20 years, they have been by far the most dominant team in football and almost in all sports. I mean, Tom Brady. Six Super Bowls for New England. One on his own. 
We're going to get into Tom Brady another time on the Patriots. But I do not think they will make the Super Bowl because I think someone will upset them on the way. Any team in the AFC could upset them, down to the Ravens. Because that's just how the AFC has been this year. There's been upsets and upsets and teams coming out of nowhere. Chiefs were doing bad. Chiefs could easily upset the Patriots. Easily, in their sleep. I wouldn't be shocked, but the Patriots could win them. And it's going to be a tight, it could be a tight game. But like any, the Raiders could easily upset the Patriots. The Bills. And the Bills have been a humongous disappointment this year. But like, it's not, not like easily win them. Easily upset them. Any of these teams, let's say the Patriots beat the Bills. Raiders are going to upset them. Chiefs, they're going to get stuck on the way to the Super Bowl. That's my opinion. And I, I'm not even sure if they'll make it to the AFC Championship. Cowboys, back in the NFC, totally overrated. I already talked about this, sort of. They're just, they're just the fans, whatever. Um, and the AFC, back in the AFC, they have just a total mess. Teams coming out of nowhere. The, even the the Browns, by the way, are not good. Like, the Patriots in the beginning of the season were not doing that good, and they just came out of nowhere, and they're doing amazing now. It's like, even the Dolphins, like, have a shot. Like, not the Dolphins, but... I need to check the stamp, the standings in the AFC. The Bengals, again, they're another team that could upset these teams on the way. Like, AFC is very interesting this year. It's turned more into the NFC. The NFC is turned more into the AFC from the two dominant teams. Both teams this year, by the way, usually both conferences this year, usually the AFC is the one which has a team which is much more dominant. Let's say the Chiefs, the Buccaneers. Not the Buccaneers, uh, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Steelers. Those were always like the three, four teams in the AFC, which were always great, always dominating. The Colts, when Peyton Manning was there, and the Chiefs over the last two years. The Patriots over the last 20 years, and the Steelers over the last 20 years also. Until the last two years, the Steelers were also always like, those are like the three dominant teams in the AFC, and everybody else was like, like you knew something was like going to happen to them on the way. The NFC was always, one team comes out of nowhere, faces the Patriots in the Super Bowl, or any other team, and one team always just came out of nowhere from the NFC. You could check over the last 10 years. It's all like it's always like a random team which just spikes up. Falcons in 2016. Panthers the year before. Eagles the year later. Rams 2018. 49ers 2019. They were literally, they had the second pick the year before. Like, that's how the NFC works. You could just spike up. That's why people thought the Giants would maybe spike up because they had a lot of cash space. They spent it. They got a better offense. Nobody knew how horrible their offensive line was. The Cowboys spiked up this year after being horrible last year. That's just how the NFC works. The Packers, and then you have the two teams, which are just always good, like the Packers, and they always find a way to shoot themselves in the NFC Championship. That itself is a whole episode itself. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up tonight. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Sports with the Wiseman, Episode 1. We'll be back soon. I hope you enjoyed. We'll see you back on Sports with the Wise. Man.